Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. drugs that I've got at home have kept a lid on it so I've not had to go into hospital which is good but my kids have been with their dad since Saturday and rather than me living my best life (laughs) making the most of my time child free I've actually just been laying on the settee watching Top Boy which in all fairness has been very nice it's if you haven't watched it I highly recommend it I have watched it right from the start because I watched the very first season and then didn't watch any more because life and um it's absolutely brilliant i can't recommend it enough and i'm also in love with kano which i didn't know until recently anyway um so yeah so but uh my friend sent me a screenshot the other day of the news because they were talking about gynecological waiting times and in february 2020 66 women had to wait more than a year for treatment and in february 2022 it was over 27,000 so um she sent me a message saying yeah you're on that waiting list and i was like no i'm not i'm not even on the waiting list yet because i basically have got to have surgery to remove the cysts and the endometriosis and i but they haven't decided what surgery i need yet so i'm not on the waiting list yet so yeah so just a little insight into um, the joys of the NHS at the moment. If only we had, what was it, 250 billion or 350 billion a week to put into it. Anyway, this week I was joined by the lovely Kelly. Kelly does a podcast called Single Mum Stories and she hit me up to go on that. And um, I had such a lovely chat with her. I asked her if she'd want to come on mine, so she did. But I hope you enjoy it. Sorry about the little moan at the start, but I'm just spreading the information because I think the more people that know about how crippling these um, gynaecological issues can be, 
it's important because period pain well it's not period pain but it's kind of linked I suppose but it's just seen as something you have to put up with but it's not trust me but yes lecture over here's Kelly one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Work. Work. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> so, so we've had, so lovely Kelly is in Vegas mm-hmm. and we arranged to do the podcast and set the time and then I was faffing around because I had loads of stress and then was late and then was waiting for Kelly and then realised that of course the clock's changed. <laughs> so it's an hour earlier later it's all so confusing and i forget about that really confusing so you do have it in america don't you where they change the times yes and we had it a few weeks ago oh yeah okay. like a few weeks ago but then you had it last week yeah last on sunday yeah yeah so on then Mother's it, Day, ironically, we lost an hour of sleep. Oh, I forget that you do Mother's <laughs> Day different day than we do. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand why that is. I don't either. No. Yeah. Or we'd, why we change the clocks at a different time. Do you do it for the farmers as well? Is that why? Is that why everyone does it? for? It is. Farmers? But over here, they're discussing not doing it anymore. Yes. Has it, I think they've have they said that they are doing that in a state or does it does everyone have to agree so arizona is the only state currently that doesn't and i guess they give the states the choice i don't know it's all very confusing to me but if they do do that then in the winter it's not going to be light out until like nine o'clock in the morning yeah it's gonna be weird but i I personally i prefer it to be lighter in the evenings than i do in the mornings Okay. I don't mind if it doesn't get light till nine o'clock. I'd mm-hmm. rather have that because I hate it when it gets dark in the evenings yeah. early. Yeah. Personally. And also yeah, I no. hate losing the hour when the clocks change. 
I know. Yeah. The, especially with kids. Like my kids were a mess for days. Yeah, it really takes a long time for them to get over it. Because uh -huh. I just don't get it. No, no. And what was weird here this this fall or this spring, they just decided to not have school the following day for no reason, teachers or students. And I was like, they did this because they don't want to deal with children the day after daylight savings change. Like, why else would they do it? Wow. But that's, that's another thing, because my friend lives in um, San Jose. Yeah. And like the whole school thing, like sometimes schools can just shut because they haven't got any money. Yeah, it's a random day that they just <laughs> yeah. decide not to go to school where we have to figure it out. So yeah. it's great. Mm -hmm. And also with the massive holidays as well, because obviously the summer, they have like two and a half months off, don't they? Yeah, you don't do that? No, we have six oh, yeah. weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we have spring break in two weeks, which is like 10 days. And then four weeks later, not even, school's out until August. And oh, my God. Yeah, of course, uh -huh. it's, it's just so early. So how do you deal with that? Because it always fascinates me. I mean, my friend, she doesn't work. She doesn't have like a full-time job. She kind of does bits and pieces, but she's primarily like a mum, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, what do you do with your kids for that amount of time? But she's there. What if you're both working full-time jobs? Yeah. Um, well, my ex doesn't help at all in the summer. So I figure it out I mean we, I try to find camps and then because but I work for myself they cost a fucking fortune they she do she was telling me one she was it was like I think it was $90 a day and yeah. they didn't give them lunch and it finished at like one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> so it wasn't yeah. a day <laughs> yeah it's crazy um so that and then thankfully I just work for myself so I just try to keep them busy try to schedule my stuff at certain times so I can get them outside once in a while I'll pay for a babysitter to come and help me yeah but yeah it's a shit show for the whole summer do you have family close by that can help you out uh my parents just recently moved here about a year ago but they okay. don't help okay where <laughs> did they move from where are you from uh, Michigan Michigan yeah so is that so they moved here for the weather okay but yeah. not to really oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's like oh that's great your parents moved and I'm like no it's nothing has changed in my life they don't help no at all really no oh wow no. they're very busy okay <laughs> okay well this is fair enough I mean yeah yeah, so, it's okay. I've never had their help, so it's not, you know, it's well, not like I'm missing yeah. something. That's the thing, isn't it? If you never have it, then you don't miss it. Yeah. But, um, so you contacted me to come on your podcast because you do yes. single mum stories. And your other podcast is called She Won't Settle. She Doesn't Settle. She Doesn't Settle. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yes. So how did you come to doing these podcasts? I started She Doesn't Settle, like, Oh gosh, almost three years ago now. Oh, wow. uh, and it was just an extension of my business. I work primarily with women. I do work with men too, but mostly women. Uh, and that really kind of became the theme of my work, right? So what do you um, do? I am a 
a career and wellness coach. So kind of a hybrid, right? If we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't show up in our career. If we're miserable in our career, we can't show up in our life. So it's really kind of both of those things. How did you come Uh, to doing that? Well, after I had my second son, I was working in corporate. Um, My background is um, primarily in publishing. Um, And prior to that, I went to school for mental health and wellness. Okay. So when I had my second son, I was really struggling with just um, managing everything. At the time, I was still married. He traveled all the time. So I was trying to figure out a way to just go out on my own in my business. And that felt like the natural um, thing to do. So I went and got some certifications and that's where it kind of turned into. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you started doing the business and then why did you start the podcast? Because I do a lot of speaking or did pre COVID. um, And it was kind of just an extra way for me to communicate, to have conversations. Yeah. It felt like a natural thing. Yeah. Um, and I had fun with it. So, yeah. I like it. I know. <laughs> so yeah. how, when did you become a single parent? Um, six years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Same. My um, youngest was a little over a year. It was yep. like a year and a half old. And my oldest was three. So okay. both in diapers. Yeah. Yeah. And you got two boys. Two boys. Yeah. See, mine, I think my Juno was 18 months and Lola was four. Yeah. So she was a bit older. Yeah. So what yep. happened? Was it kind of coming for a long time and then it happened? Or was it a shock split? No, it was... It never should have happened. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We got married. I'm using air quotes because we went through a Vegas drive-through. Oh, did you? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Across the street from an adult bookstore. I still remember that. Uh, I was pregnant. Okay. And uh, like three months pregnant, needed insurance. So why wouldn't you get married? Why did you, so you, did you have to get married to get the, sorry, I'm, I'm very, I don't know about. Yes, here in America, um, I had left my job to start my business, a different business, like business consulting at the time. Right. And, and I didn't have insurance and his insurance would have covered like all the maternal, like all of the yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so you got that's what we did. The, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, and there were so many red flags. What's that? Do you think that happens a lot? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for me, there were a lot of red flags very early on. Yeah. Um, we weren't together that long. Like I always say we were together long enough to have two kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were a lot of red flags. He, um, he, was very um, toxic, emotionally abusive, um, verbally abusive. And I just rode that roller coaster for a long time. I asked for a divorce so many times. Um, I thought I was crazy because that personality makes you think that you're the problem. Yeah. And um, 
I remember being pregnant with my second son and so afraid that I was, something was going to happen to him because we would get in these horrible like situations and my heart would race and, you know, all of this stuff. And I just remember thinking like, this isn't good for the baby. Uh, Finally, I agreed, like I was done before having the second one. Uh, But I, we were living in a different state. I didn't have any like support, couldn't get a job like as easily. Right. So we moved back to Las Vegas and I saw that as my opportunity to figure out how to leave. Yeah. So we agreed to go to therapy together. It lasted three sessions. I finally emailed the therapist and I was like, look, this isn't working. Every time we come home from a therapy session, he loses his mind. It's getting worse. Right. Because as they say, like an abusive personality, it might start off emotionally and mentally, but then it will escalate to physical the more that they get comfortable. Yeah. She, she called me into her office separately and said, Kelly, I know that you're staying with him because of the boys, but you need to leave because of the boys. Um, and she gave me a book to read, which was called like the abusive something. Um, I read it from cover to cover in 24 hours. And then I asked for a divorce. Um, that was it. I just needed somebody to finally say like, you need to leave because for so long I was wanting somebody to tell me that it wasn't okay what I was experiencing, but you know, people don't say anything. So until after. Yes. Yeah. 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 And how did he respond when you told him that? Um, You know, I think he knew like the writing had been on the wall and I had been pushing for it for a long time. And so he didn't put up much of a fight at that point. Um, But prior to he did. So. So what is his relationship with the boys now? Does he see them? You said that he doesn't help during the summer, but does he does he have a relationship with them? He does. He sees them um, like every other Friday or every Friday. Um, and then every other weekend he'll have them for an additional day. Okay. Do they stay over? They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Is he, is he close by? Is he in Vegas? He is in Vegas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't do any school runs or anything Mm -hmm. like that. No. No. Yeah. And what's their relationship like with him? Do they like spending time with him? They do because every time they go to his house, it's like a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like fun. We have all these plans and get to eat all this great food. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's different because it's not real, the, you know, normal day to day. So they yeah. love it. Yeah. I Occasionally, see. my oldest uh, will have a meltdown and won't go. I went through a really hard period of time for about probably a year where, he would hide um, because he didn't want to go. And since he's been in therapy, that has gone away. Yeah. Uh, Was it that he didn't want to leave you or he didn't want to be with his dad? He didn't want to leave me. Yeah. 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 I don't, because once they're there, they're fine. It's that whole like leaving me that is challenging for them. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And especially after COVID, I think as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, did they see their father throughout that period or was it? No. Um, 
for the first few months, they didn't really see him at all. And then we started to go back to the schedule of what we have now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that whole thing, because I, I, my youngest doesn't like leaving me. She's not, it's funny because she's the one that doesn't like leaving me, but she's always been all right going with her dad, but it's my eldest who has not really wanted to spend time with her dad. So that's quite interesting, but the whole COVID thing, my kids were all right because they quite like being at home. Yeah. And my youngest one was at home with me all the time, so she was loving it really yeah Yeah. but then obviously that's not been good when they've when we went back to school because when she first started school she had a lot of she didn't want to go because she didn't want to leave me so then after the covid break she kind of went back she didn't go back to stage one it it wasn't as bad but she definitely she didn't want to go in we had a lot of tears at the school gates and yeah oh yeah there was a lot of anxiety going back for sure yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah she's do know seeing a therapist and that's really really helping at the moment so mm-hmm. touch wood <laughs> do you have both of them in therapy or just one no I don't just one but I think that I'm gonna do because June we, I've spoke with her therapist this week actually and she said like she's are you happy with her progress I think we should look to kind of it coming to an end now I was like yeah brilliant but I think that I'm gonna now get <laughs> yeah that's what start. I think I'm gonna do <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> because because this weekend when my Young, when they were supposed to go for the night to their dads, my youngest was crying under the coffee table that he didn't want to go. So I was like, okay, I guess it's time to do this. <laughs> it's great. But I just think, it, I think doing this now will obviously benefit them. Like nothing bad is going to come from it. And hopefully no. it will give them the tools that they need later in life. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But yeah, it's... um it's just all on you. I think that's, that's the problem because it, like it was my, it's obviously my decision to do all this stuff and I do, their father is involved and he's completely supports it and yeah, you know, but it is, it's just like, it's another thing to you. Well, you're the one doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another problem. So mm-hmm. when did you start the single mum stories podcast? I just started that, um, about a, a month ago. So it's oh, wow. new. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why why did you decide to do that? You know, I've been wanting to do it for the last couple of years, but I just didn't have the time. And I think for me, it was born out of the need for me to feel like I can have conversations with women who understand my life because all the women that I am friends with, you know, they're all paired up, have a husband, or they don't have kids. So nobody can understand like what, like my life is like, I can't talk to them about things where they understand. And also I just, I feel weird talking about it. Um, I don't want to like come off as somebody who, you know, can't keep it together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not that I'm not keeping it together, but it's just so different and I feel like my friends um, filter what they say to me because they don't want to come off as complaining because they have somebody. And yeah. I always say to them, 
look, everybody has their own challenges. You can have a partner and still have, like, that's a whole other set of challenges, right? Like, I don't have to deal with somebody. I get to make all the decisions. Whereas when you have a husband or a wife, a partner, like, you're having to talk about all these things. So, So, yeah, I just, I've never had a community of people who really understand my life and it felt like a really fun project and I know how much of a challenge it was at the beginning so if somebody can hear these stories and feel less alone um, that makes me happy so what happened then when did he leave the family home was that an effort to get him out or was he did he go off quite nicely um yeah I asked him to leave and uh he did and um, I immediately like sought a lawyer and we took care of that. Um, and yeah, it was challenging because I was in the middle of growing my business too. So there was just this extra element of holy yeah. crap, how am I going to do this? Um, what did and you lots tell the of kids. My kids were so young, they have no idea. Okay. Like they don't remember us ever being together, which yeah, yeah. I, it makes me, I actually feel good about that. Like I don't yeah. have to, they don't have memories of us ever. I think, you know, the first time I had to have a conversation was probably last year when my oldest started to recognize like, oh, my friends have like a dad and a mom and they live together yeah. <laughs> and they're married. And so my um, oldest son said, mommy, uh, have you ever been married? And so I had to explain, you know, um, but they don't remember us living yeah. together. So this is normal for them, this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same. That's my, yeah. I mean, my eldest does remember um, him being there, but my youngest, she hasn't got a clue. Yeah. And my eldest, she well, she has got a very good memory, but um, it's obviously only like snapshots, isn't it? It's not, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, and how did he, was it hard kind of getting the arrangements in place for when he'd see the kids? Was there, was it hard? No, because we went strictly by the parenting agreement that was put in place through the legal system. Oh, okay. so. of course, because it was all, yeah, yeah, done properly. How long did yeah. it all last the divorce process? Well, here in Las Vegas, you can get married and divorced very quickly. Oh. <laughs> uh, sadly, there's no like, you know, we're, in Michigan, where I'm from, you have to be separated for a year before you can even file for a divorce. Here, it takes two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, wow. If you have like a battle over property or money or anything like that, it can take longer. Yeah. But we didn't have a lot, so it was pretty cut and dry. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how, because you said it's hard, you feel like you don't want to moan or your friends don't want to moan to you because obviously yeah. you're, you're on your own. And I, I get that. I get when people are moaning about their day or their relationship or whatever and they were like oh but you you know you find it really hard and I'm like actually it's easier because I'm not pissed off because I'm waiting for someone else to do something I just get on and do it and I, I not all of the women that I know but the majority of women that I know do everything anyway Mm -hmm. so and I I did 
I mean, he yep. did cook. And he did help. He did help, but I had to ask for the help. It wasn't like, oh, there's the washing basket's full, I'll put a wash on. You know, it's like, can you do this or can you do that? You know, it's, it's my house yeah. and I'm asking you to help. You yes. know. So, and exactly what you said, it's nice not having to manage that or ask, not someone's permission, but it's easier just to get on with it and do it yourself. But I do have the, it's funny when other people are like, oh, I don't want to moan to you. But I'm like, but especially during lockdown. Yes. Watching some people's relationships <laughs> or knowing how their relationship is and then thinking, oh, my God, she must just be around me for them all the time. Or, you know, and I, I didn't have any of that. No, and I think, too, what I noticed was, you know, there's a lot of parents who are used to having childcare help and, and having the other parent help and all these things. And then all of that was taken away during lockdown where we, yes. nothing changed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I felt really bad for all of the parents who were used to having help. And then it just got completely taken away from them yeah. because they're so used to it. And I think that they struggled far more than, you know, we did. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Kind of, yeah. But how did you find it in the early days? I cried a lot. Yeah. Um, Were you not the relationship at all? No, I was very happy to be done with that. Like that was a relief and I was happy. Yeah. Tears were just the challenges of having two very little kids. Like morning and nighttime were really hard, as you know, like, just the scramble of trying to get them ready and out the door. And then in, at night I struggled with bedtime and baths and just, um, and then I think I've talked about this on my podcast. The biggest challenge for me was like experiencing life with the two of them, but not having somebody to talk to about it. Right. Yeah, like to share yeah, the yeah. stories or to talk about like a behavior that was hard. Um, and eventually I got used to it and it just became normal. But initially it was like something would happen and okay, I guess I'm going to deal with it and not talk about it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and I think the hardest part for me, even though, and it still is, even though they don't go that often to their dads, the first few times, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, yeah. I was just like completely lost on the floor crying. Like, yeah. who am I without these two? What am I yeah. going to do without them? Uh, and even now I struggle with filling my time because I, especially after COVID, I'm just so used to being with them. Yes. Yeah. So what do you do? Are you dating? I am. Um, I am dating um, someone and that's been another challenging part of it because, you know, my priority is the boys and work and we don't see very much of each other and he's okay with that. So it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a different kind of relationship. And um, I spend my time usually trying to get work done since yeah. my work hours are shorter because I'm responsible for them. Yeah. Um, so any Saturday that I get to myself, I work, yeah. um, try to see friends, right. Do something for myself. Yeah. So, 
um, yeah. And how did you, are you kind, were you on the apps dating? Oh, I did that first. You did. How was uh -huh. that? I did not like it. Yeah. Um, at first it was kind of fun because it was just funny to go through it and see all the people. Although <laughs> the first month of using it, my ex-husband showed up on my app and then I freaked out and I put it away for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, it was like as if he could see me, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I did do that for a while. Uh, and then the person I ended up dating, I had already known like, okay. a long time ago. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what else do you do? Do you have, because like for me, I have, I do know quite a lot of single mums. <laughs> that's so good that's quite nice because i do have kind of like a group yeah or i have got a lot of mum friends that i've got husbands that are quite happy to let them go out and do yes. whatever so yes. i have got and i'm not that i go out much do you mm -hmm. know what i mean but it's yeah i have got quite a good social circle but do you do you like to make plans for your free time or are you quite happy to just not do anything because you're so busy the rest of the time yeah, you know, I um, originally, like, the first couple of years, I like to take advantage and make plans. And I think partially that was like, I was too afraid to be alone, yeah. um, like too uncomfortable. And so I did, I filled like all of my, you know, available time with people and things. And I don't know if it's because of COVID or if I'm just kind of, done with that yeah <laughs> but now a lot of my time is for me like I need to recharge and I recognize like I carry out a lot of stress just from managing all of the things and I'm better if I allow myself to have some downtime alone yeah so it's a mix like I'll schedule I have like a couple of girlfriends that I have like a regular lunch date with in the month so I keep that going and you know um other things like that but it's less yeah. yeah i think that happens though and especially because that's what i find i don't always want to make plans for, so my kids it's school holidays um for the next two weeks they're not in school no they're not in school we have quite a lot of we don't obviously don't have the big summer holidays yeah. do we? so we have quite a lot of like two and one break break okay week breaks but it's Easter, so we've got the two weeks off for Easter. And um, their father has said that he wants to have them for the whole of the first week, which has never happened before. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. Wish I'd known, because I could have made some plans. But um, but I was like, do they know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I've, yeah, we've spoken about it. But I asked them and they didn't have a clue. And they don't want to go for the whole week. They're quite of happy to go not. for a few days, but it's... So I'm a bit like, well, I don't, yeah, I'm like, if they don't want to be there for the whole time, that's fine. I'm not, I'm, I haven't made any plans. I'm not going to probably make any plans now because I'm like, I'm just going to probably chill out and catch up on some work stuff. And I'm like, I always think when they're not here, I'm going to clean the house. And I don't know what that's about because I, I do that too. Anyway, like, it's not like it's dirty. I clean every week, but I'm just like. Oh, I could go through the kitchen cupboards or, but I don't know if that's, cause I'm like, why the fuck aren't I going out? Why don't I make plans? Yeah. I, I think you're trying to busy yourself. But, yeah. 
but then mm-hmm. but then I quite enjoy that <laughs> and uh-huh. that's it's just it's a, it's a list of things that I need to do but then that list of things is self-imposed like I don't it doesn't matter if I don't clean the kitchen cupboards like I'm the yeah. only person that gives a shit my kids don't care no one else cares no but yeah I was how does he handle it if you go back to him and say they don't want to come for the whole week uh it depends it depends like when i did message that his response was well i'm he's working so basically his girlfriend's made plans for them which i was a bit like that's lovely but then if you're having them to spend time with them but you're at work i don't really know that's a bit weird but his response was basically if you want to come and get them you can come and get them but then you're going to need to bring them back he lives like in a different county from me it's like 30 miles away it's not too far okay. but you know um but yeah I was a bit like well that's not <laughs> I'm very I'm I plan and we're organized I'm spontaneous as well but most of the yeah. time we kind of know what we're doing and yeah. to kind of have that thrust upon us that oh okay so the whole next week you're not going to be here you're going to be especially kids yeah my kids would not handle that well no and also it's different if you say look this is what is planned for all this time then that's different but but then that's a communication thing I'm sure that if I'd contacted his girlfriend you know we'd we'd have a better understanding of what was actually going to happen but it's just all right you know I don't think men communicate as well as (laughs) women do so yeah but it's I need to my thing as well is I'm not I am, I don't deal with things when I need to deal with them. I, I will kind of sit on something and think about it, which is good because then I'll kind of figure out what I want to do. But I should have messaged him the other day and just said, look, this isn't going to happen. We need to sort out what is going to happen. But I've just thought I'll just deal with that later Cause just because I don't want to deal with the confrontation and the response that yeah. I know that I'm going to get because it's not going to it's yeah. not going to be an easy pleasant conversation there's going to be or it might be it depends what mood he's in or what day he's having you know he might respond saying yeah that's fair enough you know this can happen or that can happen but it's I'm yeah. not going to know until it's started and I have to feel like I've got it in me and I've just got my period I'm oh, that's not a good time. at the moment <laughs> because mm. I'm just knackered and plus everything else you, yes. you know it's just another thing then also I've got yeah. to now facilitate his wanting to spend a week with them but they don't want to because it's my problem even though yeah. really that's his you know but yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah I was I was thinking that today I was thinking oh because I've got this week and initially I phoned my friend up and I was like right I've got the whole week to myself what are we gonna do because <laughs> she's like a freelancer but then I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered to do anything because it would be quite nice just to not do anything because I'm so busy the rest of the time. But then there's that pressure. Yeah, you feel like you're wasting it. that time, that precious time that you get. Yeah. yeah, I get it. It's this whole like, but I should take advantage of this. But then the other side of you is like, but you never get this time. So why would yeah. you try to fill it with more things? Exactly. Yeah. It's a... But I just thought I'm just going to see. I'm like, because I really like we've got an art gallery in central london that i really like going to because there's a particular artist there and i just love going to look at his stuff because it just makes me feel really calm and every Mm. year on my birthday i'm like right we're going to the tate 
and we never go <laughs> because <laughs> my birthday's on the 3rd of January so it's always shit when yeah. someone's always yeah. sick we never do it so I was like right I'm gonna go to the Tate that's my first thing to think I'm gonna go and do that but I probably won't end up doing it because <laughs> it's a bit of a schlep to get it's kind of over the other side of London that I, I mean it's, yeah. it's really not a big thing it's I've got a tube I can get on the tube and get there it's not a big but because it's out of my normal routine and oh yeah since covid it is kind of a bit more of an effort to get out and yeah you know so but I just I'll just say I'm not gonna put any pressures on myself nope I'll just no see. maybe it can be a spontaneous thing yeah but, but then also I do like taking the girls even though they hate it <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's good for you to see some art and culture yeah and it's nice to share it with them as well you know it is yeah. So I'll see. We have got a whole another week to fill as well. Because also, I never really make plans for half term because I always end up being really busy. I never make plans and there's always a million yeah. things come up. So I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so coaching, how do you get your clients? Do you advertise yourself or is it like word of mouth? Um, it's a little bit of both. It's word of mouth. Um, I find people or people find me through the podcast. Yeah. Um, I do some work inside organizations. So sometimes I get clients from, you know, doing workshops. So it's a mix. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of stuff do you coach? What do you mean? Well, like, what do you, so is it career? It's career and personal. Wellness. So is it's. It- it's wellness first. So yeah. I'm a big believer in um, taking care of ourselves, which yeah. I've had to learn as a single mother, um, yeah. in order to be able to think clearly, to go after goals, to show up, right, to be focused, all these things. Um, and so that's foundational to my coaching. And then what we work towards is the career piece. So a lot of yeah. times I'm working with people who hate their job or yeah. are miserable at work and we figure out why. So yeah. is it because you're not taking care of yourself or is it because you're in an environment that's unhealthy or is it because it's time to just switch gears completely? Yeah. And then we figure out how to make that happen. <clears throat> um, I am a certified um, Enneagram uh, coach. What does that mean? Enneagram is a personality assessment that is really useful. Oh, wow. In, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a tool that helps you understand yourself, your motivations, how you show up in the world and why. Uh, and so that's a really helpful tool for me in coaching as yeah. well as for individuals to understand themselves better, right? How many so, different personality types are there? Is there like a set thing that everyone falls into? Well, it's what I love about the Enneagram is that there you're not put in a box, right? There's so okay. many, um, like it's very multifaceted. So yeah. you and I might be the same number, but then we have a different... Um, like uh instinct and we have different wings and stuff like that so there's a lot of different elements to it that makes us all very different yeah Uh, and understanding who we are and then others so like i'll do coaching inside teams so that they can understand who they're working with where their strengths are right all of that stuff yeah that's super fun oh that sounds really interesting yeah 
Yeah. How did you get interested in that? Um, the Enneagram, <clears throat> I actually took an Enneagram assessment years ago and found it really helpful for myself and then yeah. thought, you know, this would be a really fantastic tool to add on to what I do. And yeah. so I became certified uh, to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, that must be really interesting. <laughs> it is. It's, it's really interesting. It's really helpful for me so that I can say, okay, this is what you're motivated by. Here are like the things that, you know, hold you back. Here are the things that you're worried about right here. Are all these, this is where you excel. Yeah. Let's look at all of this as we think about what's next for you. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> and how do you find doing all this and the podcast and everything around the kids? Are you in some kind of rhythm with it now or do you still feel like it's all I think mad? that when you don't have a lot of time, you figure out how to use it, right? I'm, yes. um, there's that saying that's around the idea of we use the amount of time we have available to us, right? Yeah. So I don't have a ton of time. And so I have to be very strategic about how I use it. I also do a lot better under pressure. Um, I don't do well when I have like eight hours of nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's very difficult. So I have to make sure that I have specific things planned. I'm really good at time management, you know, carving out yeah. that time, focus, eliminating distractions, all those things. Yeah. And what are you doing for spring break? Are you doing anything or are you no. working and finding Yeah, we're just going to wing it. We're yeah. going to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll probably take a few hikes and maybe go to the pool. But yeah. yeah. Is it hot all the time in Vegas? No, um, our winters are actually pretty cold. Really? It's just a different kind of cold. Yeah, it's a dry cold. So it cuts right through you and we have really awful wind. Um, oh, really? So yeah, like 30 plus mile per hour wind gusts and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. But then how? Yeah, so people you... think that like Vegas is, you know, really warm in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But how long is your winter? Do you have more of a summer than you do a winter or is it so? Yeah, and we really don't have seasons. So like fall is two weeks long. <laughs> Spring basically is the same. And then you have like winter and summer. Wow. Yeah. So I miss like, I love fall. It was my favorite season growing up. Favorite yeah. time of year. Uh, we just don't get that out here. Where is Michigan? Michigan is um, like west of New York and east of Chicago, okay. right next to Chicago. Yeah, okay. on the other side of the lake. Oh, so it gets cold then? It does. Yeah, yeah. lots of snow. It's very damp. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you go back at all? I used to, but my parents moved here yeah. like a year ago, so there's not a lot left there for me to go visit I have some cousins and some uncles uh so yeah I'd love to take a trip with the boys in a one summer just to visit yeah. so maybe that'll be a, a plan oh yeah well thank you for coming on to talk to me Thanks I'll put having me links to your podcast and everything and also your business um okay site. send me the details to that because I'll share everything 
I will. I will. Thanks so much for talking with me. Well, thank you for coming on. It's nice to see you again. You too. <laughs> and um, we'll say bye and then I'll say bye properly. So bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> hi. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to put links to Kelly's podcasts and socials so you can check them out. She's really lovely. Um, and it's, it is so nice. That's why I started this podcast. It's just nice to connect with people who have the same story as you. Because when you don't feel isolated or alone in your situation, it brings comfort and support. So, yeah. But if you have any guest recommendations, please let me know. Or any topics you think I should discuss. Check out the Epic Mum Chat on YouTube. We've had a bit of a delay with our latest episode because we're both single parents and it's Easter holidays. Um, but a new one will come up soon. So yeah, I hope you're having a good Easter holiday, whatever you're doing. Hopefully the sun will come out this week. Big love to you all. Stay safe and sane. And thank you for listening. All right, big love. Bye-bye. 